welcome back to Eat Me in St. Louis, the podcast that reviews new restaurants in and around St. Louis. My name's Nick. I'm Francie. Unfortunately, your favorite co-host, Travis, isn't here today. He had an important meeting, but he'll be back soon. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. Usually, we talk about new restaurants, but we're going to be talking about places to bring your out-of-town friends. And to do that, we have uh, two very special guests who are coming to St. Louis soon. They're two stand-up comedians. You've seen them on Comedy Central and HBO Max. Each of them have appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert separately, but together they combine their powers for the podcast Lady Journey. Welcome to the show, Katie Hannigan and Sarah Tolomash. Hello. Thank Hi. you so much for having us. Eat me in St. Louis. We're very excited to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> it's I good also to have feel you. like every time I'm there, it's for comedy. So I'm only eating at like gas stations or whatever is right next door to the St. Louis Funny Bone. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, um, we're going to fix that this time. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I just want to say I've been catching up on your show. I love it. You guys are a trip. Very funny. Thank um, you. You kind of talk about all sorts of things, health and wellness and food. Thank God you guys talk about food. Um, <laughs> but how do you guys describe your podcast? Well, it's a lifestyle podcast, and we try to be a little realistic about you know, I think like a lot of the lifestyle podcasts and blogs that you see, it's like just this image of a, a woman living a perfect life and she has a wicker basket and she's just buying things around the town. And and so we like to give a real look into what is a real lifestyle podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or just like how hard it is to maintain these lifestyles and that it's okay to you know, go from journey to journey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like it's okay to get violently into uh, overnight oats at, for two weeks and then never speak of it again. <laughs> so you've both been to St. Louis, right? Yes. And Love it. like you were saying, is it mostly for comedy related reasons where you're performing? Yes. Luckily this time, usually we're just in and out, but this trip, we're really looking forward to going Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we're going to be having two afternoons to actually get out and explore the city a little bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah. There's so much good stuff to see and do and eat. Yeah, I just want to eat. Absolutely. <laughs> and one thing I did mention to you, Nick, we have a plan to, we are being, um, we're partnering with Procure, which is a shop in the foundry run by Women's Creative, and they are helping us promote the event. So we're going to be going to Procure on Saturday and picking up a few things, which I'm very excited about because I'm like, I guess it's my job to spend $200 here. <laughs> I'm shopping, you know. Um, and, but so we're really excited to try some of the spots at City Foundry. And I have already been stalking. I'm a menu person. So, it, you know, months out, I'm stalking the menu, planning my attack. Well, right off the top, I wanted to ask, since you're New Yorkers, you're probably experts in cheesecake. But if you're oh, cheesecake fans, yes. there is a shop, and it's a woman-owned bakery named oh, we Patty's love that. Cheesecakes. And <sighs> Patty's Cheesecakes in City Foundry is some of the most incredible cheesecake I've ever had. And I highly recommend the chocolate, chocolate version of it. Mm. I love cheesecake because it doesn't dry out like regular cake. Yes, the moist factor. She said now, that word. I haven't word. had a chocolate. 
I even had a chocolate cheesecake. I just don't think I've ever had one, actually. I put just it, always put it on go your list. plain. I oh my gosh, patties! Because um, this is my fantasy that I've kind of been like living in. Like we go, we go around to all the little spots in the foundry, and we just, just try a little bite. You know. Meanwhile, I will be like taking a cheesecake back to the room, but yeah, <laughs> and then eating it afterwards if we bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the great thing about cheesecake is it's good for a celebration or to soothe a disappointment. So you can't go oh. wrong. That's it's what I look for in a treat. <laughs> yes. Uh, the nice thing about patties, too, is they have these tiny little, I mean, I consider them a bite. They're probably like three bites to a normal person. But you can get these little sample sizes that are just beautiful little tiny cheesecake bites. Oh, that's perfect. Um, you know, I thought about doing this episode about the food at Helium, doing a review of their food. Mm, okay. Uh, but <laughs> It's controversial. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that might be a bad idea. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get out and try them. I actually even went on their website and they have a little chat feature that pops up and they're like, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I was wondering if you can get takeout food. And they were like, no, are you crazy? Why would anyone do that? <laughs> I think I know who you talk to. Oh, really? <laughs> Now, I will say that the food at Helium, it's not bad. You know, it's perfect, classic comedy club bar food. So you're going to want to go get a beer, get your sampler platter, mozzarella Mm -hmm. sticks, little, I think they have like some kind of little like poppers, like the jalapeno poppers. They have the wings, they have the fries, you know, so it's like, it's great for that. It's great for that. And that's like, that's a whole mood. But for me, you know, like when I go out of town, it's like, I want to try like, I want to try like a, an ethnicity of a food that I've never tried before. You know, I want to like tempt myself with like some different flavors that I'm like, oh, wow, like this is really a new experience. Yeah. And I also want to try, I want to know where is the best place to get fried ravioli? Cause I know that's where y'all started that, right? Yes, we call them toasted ravioli. Okay, toasted. Sorry, sounds, you can. <laughs> it sounds less uh, less horrific than, than fried, right? It's fancier. It's also a great way to tell when someone's not from St. Louis when they say fried raviolis. Totally, yeah. Yeah, and I also want you guys do your pizza quite. It's different there, right? Yeah. So let's talk about St. Louis food. Have you guys? Um been forced to eat any of our food hey, he's not a native <laughs> i've had i mean i've had a few i've gone around to a few restaurants especially in the clayton area where the um where the helium is uh-huh. just from walking distance from the hotel and you know i've i had like you know i'm like oh great like great bacon and eggs great brunch you know but nothing that i was like oh i'm blown away you know i want to try like yeah like toasted ravioli for sure i yeah. want that well, toast ravioli, I would definitely put up there. And I'm going to get killed for this, but uh, our, I think a lot of people, when out-of-towners come in, they say, you have to have our pizza. St. Louis pizza is unique. But in my experience, it's only a favorite to people who grew up here. I it's, love it's St. Louis-style pizza. <laughs> and I will tell you what's different about it. So the whole thing about St. Louis-style pizza is that it's on a very thin kind of cracker crisp okay. crust. But yes. it's not, you know, it's it's a good pizza dough if it's a good place, but it's just really thin and the dough is kind of crispy. And, mm. um, you know, you don't have to have the controversial cheese that everyone disses St. Louis pizza over. There are lots of places in town that do a St. Louis style, but use normal cheese. Yeah. The okay. Cheese right. she's speaking of is Provel, which is a yes. combination of provolone, 
Uh, I think it's cheddar and something else. It's weird to have cheddar on a pizza, right? But it's a blend. It look it comes out yeah. as a white cheese. It might be like white a Colby. Cheddar. Yeah, I maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I just always feel like when there's the topic of pizza, when St. Louis never comes into the mix, it's always like Chicago or New York. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or now yeah. Detroit. Everyone talks about Detroit. Detroit's pizza Detroit, right. which it seems to be the same pizza as Chicago, but it's the same deep dish, but Detroit is square. Rectangle. Oh, rectangle. Which is yes. Yeah. Odd. I went, I had a pizza in Chicago once I remember. I just, I was drawn in by this place. It was like hugest slice of pizza ever. I said, I have to get it. I went in and it was just two slices of pizza that they pushed together. Wow. So, okay, let me tell you another characteristic of St. Louis pizza often is that it will be cut into squares instead of slices or wedges. I like squares. So I know New Yorkers like to fold the pizza yes. from the it's large wedge, but yeah, in St. Louis you get squares and um, the best pieces are the little tiny triangles that you end up with. They're yeah. triangles yes. when you That's cut a round pizza into squares. Donato's, Donato's to me, right? Is that a St. Louis company? I grew up um, eating Donato's in Indianapolis, which is where I'm from. And it is, it's a very thin crust. And they, they also cut it in squares. And it's incredible. I think that's an Indianapolis specialty because I'm not familiar with that mm. name. Okay. But yeah, I love, I love the cracker. I, I'm like, let's you go do. low carb. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the thick, you know. I love any, I love any pizza, really. Yeah. That's, I like even bagel bites. <laughs> yes, we'll eat them. Just anything with cheese and sauce, I'm like a big fan of. I know. Right. We're high and low brow with our taste. We're like only the finest brunch place or literally any bagel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should we spill a couple of recommendations at this point? Absolutely. All right. For the toasted ravioli, I am partial. There's a place in the Hill neighborhood, that's the Italian neighborhood, called mm. Antonino's. And it's sort of mm. a combination Greek and Italian restaurant. And um, their toasted ravioli is often voted the best in town on different polls. Why do you think theirs is the, the best? What is there? Can you tell a difference between the really great toasted raviolis and then the slightly okay raviolis? Well, so some of them are like commercially made and then sold to restaurants frozen. And um, they're not as large they can still be very tasty and the restaurants may do their own marinara for dipping um, which can be great but Antonino's clearly makes their own and so they're slightly larger they're a different shape so you get a better ratio of the delicious meaty filling and their Mm. their special ravioli pasta and I don't know whatever their seasonings are it's definitely a custom dish if they're nice now, what else would you get at Antonino's to go with the ravioli? What does it pair with? I'm trying to remember what their pizza's like. I think they do a good St. Louis-style pizza. Oh, perfect. They yeah, have pastas, and they have some Greek dishes. It's a good menu. I love a Greek salad with, I love a Greek salad with a heavy pasta like that. Now, oh, yeah. I'm intrigued. What's the price point for raviolis at Antonio's? Is that uh, what it's Ant- called? Antonino's. Ant- Antonino's. What's the price point for it and how many do you get? Because I've always felt like a plate of raviolis at an Italian restaurant is always way overpriced compared to the other pasta dishes. You know, I don't honestly know. I can't remember if it's six to an order. And prices have been so crazy this year. 
Absolutely. I don't, I don't know what anything costs anymore. I would Everything's guess Everything's Epcot like- Center. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we're all stuck in an airport and we're paying the prices. Yeah, I'm having a look at the menu right now. And I'm seeing toasted ravioli, six for 12, which is... That's a great deal. Because you get it's reasonable, yeah. At, at an Italian restaurant, four raviolis are usually like $18. Mm, those yeah. are New York prices, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But then I've got other restaurants, you know, like when I go back to Houston and I feel like everywhere is getting expensive. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since you guys are going to be at City Foundry, we should also say that they have a, it's the first uh, restaurant that focuses only on toasted ravioli. It's called STL Toasted there. Mm. Um, And they're doing it homemade too. They do a bunch of different types of them that are like sweet and savory. And they Mm. have these like giant little pockets on them. That's pretty nice. Oh, yum. Yeah, I like the idea of getting like a multi-pack. <laughs> <laughs> a sampler platter. A flight of raviolis. A flight. I would love a flight of raviolis. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about City Foundry, just from doing some investigation on it, is that they have a, they have tons of vegetarian options. Mm-hmm. They do? They have, I mean, they have vegan, which, I mean, I'm not, but I did recently watch What the Health, so now yeah. I think I am. Yeah, you kind of get scared straight after that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, so I'm really looking forward to. I, I am trying to move towards, you know, just having treating meat as a luxury item. Just especially now, it's like we were saying, like, you know, it's not time. It's not really the time uh, to have a steak in this economy. Yeah. So, although, have you had great? Have you had Cuban cuisine? Uh, I love Cuban. Love it. Love, love the coffee it. and love their love like the coffee sandwiches. Their, their pork, they have like that yeah. slow cooked, uh, unbelievable. We recently did uh, a podcast on a place that's in downtown St. Louis called Havana's Cuisine. And Ooh, it is authentically a, a, a woman from Cuba, her restaurant. She started as a food truck and now has a, an actual restaurant and does the most amazing Ropa Vieja, you get an enormous, enormous serving of it. I mean, easily split between the two of you and still have leftovers. And also her Cuban sandwiches are fantastic. And she gets the bread in from Tampa, from Ybor City. So um, if you have a craving for Cuban while you're here, there is a place where you can get really fabulous, authentic, and, you know, lots of meat for a very reasonable price. Oh, that's huge. Like she spooned portion of it onto my plate and my eyes got really big and then she went two more times back in and then she was like let me know if you want some more i was like this is crazy that's very that's wonderful now what was that place called havana's cuisine havana's cuisine oh that sounds great yeah i was i went to miami briefly we did a little podcast episode on it and um, that was one of my highlights we went to an incredible and it was a hole in the wall place that you were like oh this it's you walk right past it. It had the best ropa vieja. That's what we had there, and it was so good. Yeah, some of the hole in the walls are the best places. Yeah, my theory yeah. is do not eat at a restaurant with a huge aquarium because the food is going to stink. <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, that's a yes. good rule to live by. Yeah, they don't. They're just like, yeah, we spent all our money on the aquarium, so and that's the cool part. Where I'd rather eat the food. I don't care about the fish. Now, we also love, we're big bakery people. We love a scone, (laughs) a scone, a biscuit. It's round cousin. 
<laughs> well, Malky's is a place in Soulard that we're fans of. That's kind of like a neighborhood bakery. They do great pies and scones and everything. Um, Francie, do you have any? Oh yeah, favorites? another one, another bakery I would recommend is La, a Patisserie Choquette. Oh, which yeah. is, what, what do we call that neighborhood? Is that Boulevard Heights? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, geography it's, expert. It's, it's on. I know I am the geography expert. Um, <laughs> it's on Tower Grove Avenue. It's very close to our botanical garden, which is one of the top botanical gardens in the world, not just the country. And we so do that. you, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great place to visit. So if you get to the Missouri Botanical Garden, uh, someone there okay. will be able to point you in the direction of Patisserie Choquette. It's very close. It's a woman-owned business, African American woman-owned business. And yeah. they, you're going to sense a theme here. They do fabulous pastries of all kinds, amazing oh. croissant. And in particular, oh. they have one, I can't remember the name of it, but it is a chocolate-filled chocolate croissant that <gasps> is breathtaking. My goodness. That sounds amazing. I feel like yeah. out of everything you've told me so far, that's the one that I, I am writing this down. Mm. Do oh, not that's miss. fun to say patisserie. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're also a great follow on Instagram. Like, just they have beautiful food. I just like looking at it. Oh yeah, sounds like a great I'll follow. Uh, yeah, a great match. Going to the botanic gardens, getting a a coffee. nice iced coffee, and oh, just yeah, they kind have of coffee walking there. the gardens. Yeah. Oh, so fun. I did not, I have never been to the botanic gardens there. That sounds really fun. Oh, it's great. I think the weather's going to be great this coming weekend too. So you'll be able to enjoy it without um, feeling like you're in the tropics. It's a little steamy here lately. Yeah. We're in a heat wave. Something else that I should recommend that you might not think of when you think of St. Louis, but um, there's a place called Balkan Treat Box um, that uh, we apparently have like the largest population of Bosnian people outside of Bosnia here in St. Louis. And we have a lot of good restaurants, with Bosnian food. Balkan is like nationally recognized. It's on a lot of best of lists. And they so also good. started as a food truck and then got a brick and mortar store two or three years ago. Um, in a neighborhood called Webster Groves, which is yeah. just sort of an inner ring suburb, very easy to get to from Clayton. Um, now, what do you recommend there? So they're kind of known for their, their wood fire bread and mm, they you have had me at bread. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so good. They have something called uh P day, which is like a little canoe and inside of it, it's cheesy and you can get yes. different proteins in it. They have a impossible meat that I really like. Um, and I, you know, I can't even tell you it, it's got a bunch of herbs and spices and stuff in it, but it's not food that I'm super familiar with, but it's delicious. It's oh, delicious. that sounds amazing. A of deliciousness. My favorite yeah. thing there is the number six, which is the grilled fish and Ooh. it varies. Um, I'm trying to remember which I've had it a few times and it's not always the same fish, but it's again, served on that fabulous bread. And there's like kind of a shredded pickled cabbage and some cheese and some of other deliciousness that they stick in there. And it really is good. Yeah, that sounds delicious. I don't think I've ever tried Bosnian food. No, me neither. It's very like Greek adjacent. That that was the first time I had tried it when they opened up. And yeah, they, like Francie said, she gets the number six because uh, I wasn't familiar with a lot of the words. So it's very simple. They have like 10 items 
and you can order by the number and they have uh, pictures and everything to help you out. So the thing to keep yeah. in mind there is that they like, don't they close when they run out of food? Oh yeah. They get pretty so, busy. Yeah. Like don't um, plan yeah. on having dinner there. Okay. <laughs> so go. That's a lunch. That's a good lunch. Okay, that's a lunch. But you might see the line going out the door and you'll still get seated in like 15 minutes. So oh, okay. they, they move people really quickly. Oh my gosh. That it, I'm looking at their website right now. It looks incredible. Now this is, this is exactly what you need to do because we, we have this problem where, you know, we're, of course we're comedians. We are traveling a lot, especially, you know, at certain times of the year, it'll just be every other weekend, every weekend. And we don't go in with a game plan, you know? So it just like, I remember last time I was in St. Louis, I did go to the Pulitzer with, um, my cousin who is a sculptor, which was really fun. And we loved it. And she was, it was hilarious too. Cause she was telling me all of like, Oh, like you can see the, you can see the striations, the texture. I'm like, it looks like chips. I don't know. Like <laughs> I, just making observations, but, but so we went and we had a great time and then we were so hungry, just immediately starving. And we were just driving, you know, just driving, yeah. like, trying to find something. And finally we went in sandwiches. It, it was great. But, you know, it, you can get a sandwich anywhere. Right. You know, it wasn't an experience of another culture. Well, um, I'm excited because I'm going with Katie, who also likes to explore food. And I'm used to traveling with my husband, who just likes chicken parms. And so we have <laughs> to cater. Because it's not fun to go to a fun restaurant, like try something new. And then your partner is just watching you eat and they're not enjoying themselves. So I'm looking forward to going with Katie and trying all these places. And I'm also going to weigh myself before. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and leave with a goal of gaining five pounds. <laughs> yes. Before, after we will walk, we'll walk in between all of the restaurants. Now, I'm looking at this Balkan treat box menu right now. And the number four looks unreal. It's Turkish wood-fired flatbread, rolled parsley, lemon, onion, sumac salad with spicy beef. Oh, my gosh. That does well, I won't be great. vegetarian for that one. Yeah. I've been breaking vegetarian a lot lately. <laughs> it's tough. I know. I always say I'm like, I'm not – I told my boyfriend, I said, I'm not eating um, – I'm not eating octopus anymore. That's where I draw the line. I they're the smartest. Yeah. Yeah. You saw my octopus teacher, I suppose. Yeah. I eat octopus yeah. after that. The thing is yeah. so sentient. I know. And he said, he said, um, he said, well, what do you call that then? You're not vegan. You're not vegetarian. Are you just condescending? You just don't eat the smart <laughs> animals. <laughs> so he wanted calamari, which I was like, calamari, you can still, can you still have squid? I think they, they have to be stupider. We have to have so. one stupid, yeah. delicious animal of the sea. <laughs> in the sea, yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of bad because I stopped eating octopus because it was smart, and then I stopped eating goat because it was cute. And yeah. I, I don't know where my rules are, but that's just how I feel. I know. I'm a pig, but then I love bacon. It's so hard because those are really smart animals as well. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I'm on the verge of quitting lamb. I just, you know, right now, because we, um, we work at the Comedy Cellar here in New York City, and they have an incredible Middle Eastern restaurant, and it's, 
they have amazing lamb and it's when, when else are you going to get these gorgeous lamb skewers? It's so good. And Sarah, as you know, I've been on the lamb stew recently, which is another incredible dish there. And every time I, I I order it, I think like, I don't care. And then as I'm eating it, it starts crashing down on me. But the baby lambs are (laughs) so adorable. Yeah, (laughs) I know. So, but I love it. It's so good. Um, I did want to give one more recommendation that is a place that if you want to eat somewhere that you go back home and you're still thinking about it and talking about it, it's unique to here. Uh, there's a restaurant called Bullrush, which is actually right near the Pulitzer and Contemporary Museum there in the um, Grand Art Center District. But uh, they're interesting because all of their food is locally foraged Ooh. to like the Ozark oh, yes. region. And they actually look back at the period 200 years ago where you had um, indigenous people, the Osage Indian tribe and settlers and um, the slaves that they brought in. And they looked at the cuisines of all these people and kind of combined them and update them and do amazing things. Very good. That's so cool. It's like going and learning about stuff, which I love. That's why I love food is when it's the mix of cultures and, and it's got a lot of history and you find out about stuff through food. Yeah. It's like eating Absolutely. a history lesson. Yeah. So cool. I'm looking on their menu right now and the plating looks unbelievable. This is gorgeous. Yeah. The chef Rob Connolly is also a James Beard award semifinalist. Oh, wow. Um, so he definitely knows what he's doing. Wow. Oh, that looks so fun. And I love doing tastings too. Mm-hmm. I know that's the one that I would have to do. I have to do those with a girlfriend. I can't do it with my boyfriend because he's a bigger guy and he just gets furious, you know. Portions are too tiny. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm so full. I had one nut. And he's like, what is this? So let's talk about your show. Let's get back to that. You're coming here. Is this your first live podcast recording? Yes. So we're very excited. It's our first live podcast recording. We have a very special guest, a St. Louis native, Nikki Glazer, is going to be our guest. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to be interviewing her about self-care, her favorite foods. We're going to be talking about, you know, any new pieces she's picked up recently, you know, a little fashion. And uh, we're really excited. We're really excited. We love we love getting out of New York City um, just as comedians. Yeah. So this is our first time to just kind of take our podcast out on the road and and bring it to some people that maybe have never heard of it before. So we're really looking forward to it. Well, it's exciting that you're bringing it to St. Louis. Thanks. Yes. You guys are an awesome city. So it's so fun to get to go somewhere. And I do love smaller cities. I've grown to appreciate them, you know, being from Indianapolis and now living in New York where you go and you're like, oh my gosh, it's just so exciting to get to go out to these amazing places that, you know, in New York, it's like everything is a hassle. Everything is a hustle. It's just, you know, you're going to the restaurant. It's full. You can't yeah. get in. You know, so, so we're it's closed. It's closed. Yeah. Yeah. St. Louis has a nice balance of being able to get around anywhere, but having places that you actually want to get out to. Yeah. So tickets are available on Helium's website. Is that where yes. you want to send them? Okay. Tickets are uh, available on Helium's website, and I'll also send you the link, too, if you okay. want to include it. Will do. Um, and do you guys have anything else you want to plug? I know you've got several things going on. Well, you can listen to our podcast on Apple, iTunes. It's Lady uh, Journey. 
subscribe to our YouTube channel, Lady Journey Podcast. Um, yep. We yeah. also do have a Patreon. We do um, bonus episodes each month and other fun perks for different tiers. We have a tier on our Patreon where anywhere we travel in the country, you can come to our show. So you could be you could be our roadies if you want, if you're on our <laughs> $20 Patreon tier. A journeyer. Yes. Well, thank you once again for coming on. It was great talking to you. Um, everyone, thank you for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram if you haven't, and you know, like and subscribe us on uh, Apple or wherever you want to, or don't. We don't care. <laughs> um, but whatever you do, remember to support your local restaurants. Get out there and eat local. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Nick and Francie. Thank it's you. It's been our pleasure. And please tell Mitch that Travis said hi. Please, somebody out there, tell Mitch Travis said hi. <laughs>